Hey y'all, welcome to Triumph Over Trauma, the podcast. Listen y'all, I created this podcast because like so many other people, I've had a traumatic past. I didn't always realize how those things affected me negatively and how I even carried them into my adult life. And so I wanted to create a space where other people could come and we could have candid conversations on how you identify trauma, how do you navigate it, and how you recover from traumatic experiences. If this resonates with you, then join me. I am your host and trauma survivor, Miss Eve McNair. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Triumph Over Trauma. Today is October the 7th, 2022. It is Friday. I'm so glad that I made it to Friday. Woo. I don't know. Something about Friday, like the morning of Fridays just seem like <sighs> I'm relaxed and the weekend is here. Like, I love a good Friday morning. To me, the first a sip of coffee or chai tea that I have on a Friday morning or a Saturday morning is just like love in a cup. (laughs) Um, Anyway, welcome to your Friday morning. I hope that this message finds you well. I'm grateful that you are alive and you've made it through another week by the grace of God. And I'm so glad that he has kept you. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to last week's episode where we um, interviewed Dr. Kia Everett. And she and I discussed the stigmas um, and challenges of living with mental illness, um, especially for those of us um, who are people of faith. Um, I find that It can be, in my opinion, a little bit more challenging because it's hard to admit, uh, well, it was hard for me to admit as a person who believes in God and loves God that I have had mental health challenges and still do in in a lot of aspects. Um, But it was very hard for me to come to terms with this because I thought, surely I'm not saved enough if I'm still struggling with these mental um, health conditions. Uh, But I have learned so much regarding mental health as it relates to trauma. And so I thought that it would be good to follow up that episode with some details about how I manage my own mental health conditions. So as I mentioned in, I think, episode two, I believe I mentioned it several times, but um, I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress, PTSD, right? And post-traumatic stress disorder, um, it's a it's basically a mental health condition that is triggered by a terrifying uh, event or experience. It can be something that you have experienced personally or something that you were with, that you witnessed. And for most people, um, PTSD, the symptoms are like constant flashbacks of the events, nightmares, anxiety, um, uncontrollable or intrusive thoughts, high level of fear, um, feeling like you're unsafe. And, and in my case, the trauma that I experienced was so severe that the post-traumatic stress um, disorder that I was di- diagnosed with is considered complex. It's com- complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, and that is due to severe and chronic, um, well, in my case, severe and chronic abuse, uh, which did include, again, verbal, physical, emotional, sexual abuse for years. I constantly live um, in environments that were heavily uh, abusive in just about every nature that you can think of. 
However, um, I mean, and not everyone's case is the same, but for me, I have what is considered a comorbidity of illness. So I have the post-traumatic stress disorder, but also I have a tendency to, to dissociate. And uh, for those of you who may not know, dissociation is typically the brain's reaction to uh, trauma as a way to help the person um, avoid bad memories, feelings, thoughts. Um, It's an avoidant coping mechanism that the brain basically um, takes on to avoid being present with the pain. And in my case, it was so severe that it was as if part of my personality basically split so that I could survive um, the abuse that I was going through. So, um, and it is also known as dissociative identity disorder. Some people call it uh, borderline personality disorder. And I know when you hear those words, you're like, girl, what? You got multiple personalities? What's going on here? Um, but my personality is has been fractured by the trauma that I have experienced. So for me, that means that I have a tendency, again, to dissociate. I have a tendency under high levels of stress. I'm just gone. I'm physically here, but I'm not present. Um, I'm not at home with me. And during those times and during those instances where I have dissociated, where my personality is considered split, I'm not myself. Um, I would become very withdrawn. I would become very quiet. I would... um, be very distant. Um, I would also oftentimes be mute. I wouldn't talk. I would not express any form of emotion. Um, I couldn't formulate words or thoughts. I would forget often. I would um, I would have blackouts. Like it was bad. Again, it's different for different people. You know, everybody's reaction to trauma will be different. That's what trauma is. It's the way that one processes. Um, a negative event and for me I, I, I like I like to think that um, perhaps maybe I would not have been diagnosed with complex post-traumatic stress disorder had not my trauma or abuse been so severe and so chronic um, because again if you listen to um, the first couple of episodes um, my whole childhood was just a series of um, abusive events unfortunately um, now, through therapy and um, the knowledge I've gained with studying this, I've come a little, become a little bit more aware of some of the triggers and how to handle certain things. And that's what I want to talk about today is how I manage my own mental health um, conditions. Before I go on, it's important for me to say this, that one of the things that people need to understand is that unlike some of the movies and shows that you see, uh, or, or even some of the stigma that you hear surrounding it, um, everyone's diagnosis will be different. Uh, whether you are diagnosed with a post-traumatic stress disorder, complex post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, anxiety, uh, bipolar disorder, um, personality disorder, or whatever your diagnosis is, um, um, everyone's um experience will be different right for me it just so happened that it was more or less of a going away it was more as if my full self my you know full vivacious outgoing friendly um fiery self would kind of be um muted you know what i mean i would just 
I didn't show up this way. Um, you know, obviously that's double-minded. Obviously that's not true, you know, and what helped me in realizing uh, what, what has been most beneficial to me, the knowledge of God, um, the knowledge that I have to show up in truth, first of all, because um, it's who God wants me to be, right? And I'm no longer in an environment where I cannot be myself, although my brain has grown accustomed to going away, to being somewhere else, and therefore me appearing to be someone else in that sense, or to be less than who I really am. Um, I have to live in truth. I have to speak in truth. I have to exist in truth. And that truth means that it is okay for me to come out of hiding, right? Um, because for me, that's what the split in my personality was, is that I was not truly being my authentic self or that I was still in fear of being my authentic self. And the fear is what kept me from being who I truly am. Um, and so in that regard, my personality was split. And because unfortunately, during my childhood, when I was abused, um, my brain learned that it was not safe for me to be me because every time I showed up um, as myself, in myself, um, someone abused me, right? And so my brain learned to cope with being a lesser version of myself. And in order for me to be that less version of myself, my brain began to dissociate and I dissociated into this um lesser version again of myself where I again was quiet, mute, distant. Uh, I was also often confused and despondent, um, depressed, sad. I just wasn't me. It was just a different version of me, uh, unfortunately. Um, again, I learned that through therapy that this is what uh, sometimes happens um, when children are abused. Um, you know, they, they just dissociate. Um, and in me, dissociation became such a way to survive that it became part of my personality right so in addition to therapy actually I, I have to say this though because before i even went to therapy i came to god right like god was literally my first therapist and although my first intention when coming to god again was just for me to like I knew he was real, I knew God existed, and I had just become a new mother, and I wanted wisdom in, you know, being a new mom. I was a young mother at that time, and I wanted wisdom how and how to care for my child. But um, again, the more I started to come to him and kind of trust him and rely on him, the more I started opening up, and the more I opened up, the more he showed me about myself. And as I began to realize that. My pain was deeper than I had ever realized. My past was uh, more painful than I had ever realized. Um, I started to, again, see things about my behavior. And I'm like, oh, shoot, like, what is this? Like, you know, how did I get like this? How did this happen? And, you know, because I would hear, I would go to church and I would hear the word of God being preached. Um, and I would hear, you know, the word about being double-minded scriptures about being double-minded i would hear scriptures about uh letting the mind of christ dwell within you or the word of god dwell within your mind i would hear scriptures um that that speak to the renewing and the transforming of your mind but i really at that particular point i couldn't grasp it because i didn't fully understand 
Um, but they were certainly those scriptures and hearing the word of God and being in the presence of God for me was enough to get my attention and turn my attention to myself and turn my attention um, more or less to what I was trying to avoid all along. What uh, my brain was trying to, you know, keep me from seeing, which was the reality of the truth, um, you know, because of the trauma that I had, ex had experienced. So. As I begin to hear the word of God, and as you know, um, the word of, as it as I begin to hear the word of God, and the word of God started to touch my heart, I wanted to change, and I wanted to be um, sober-minded, so to speak. You know, I I would hear scriptures like um, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love and of power and a sound mind, and I wanted to understand what a sound mind was because I knew my mind wasn't sound, but I didn't know how to get a grip. I didn't know how to come to terms with the fact that I could be present one minute and something stressful or negative could happen and I could be somewhere else for whatever the reason. I didn't understand triggers. I didn't understand um, anxiety. I, I was just coping for years and years and years coping and didn't know. Um, but again, the the initiation of this healing process, if I'm completely 100% honest, was de heavily inspired by the Word of God, the preached Word of God, by me hearing the Word of God, reading the Word of God, and starting to believe some of the stuff that I was hearing like oh shoot like God care about your mind he care about your soul you know I started to accept some of those things as true and the more I accepted those um scriptures as true the more I started to talk to God and the more I started to trust him and as I again as I began to trust him the more he began to reveal to me and I found a way to be able to get a grip on myself and it was in prayer one day i was I, because when i first started off praying i was praying like you know thank you for this thank you for that cover my kids cover my home blah, 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 bless my job bless me on a job you know do da, da, da. um but one day i got serious about what i wanted to tell god i got serious about the fact that i was tired of feeling like i was feeling and i was tired of um just feeling absent and empty and unfulfilled and I was not truly happy and there was such a void and even when I would feel the void the pain would still be there and I didn't even know how to address that but one day I got so sick and tired of not being able to um, understand why I was in the state that I was in and I cried out to God I'm telling you like you talking about ugly crying? I'm talking about I was I was ugly. Like I was not in and crying. And the more I cried out, the more um, I just held on to the fact that he was listening to me. And there was something about the fact that I knew that he was listening to me that called me back to myself. It called me back to where this pain had split me to. And I came back and still coming back to myself, but through relationship with God. And again, I, I still go to therapy. Um, I still, by diet and exercise, trying to live 
a life that I know that will be conducive to both my physical and mental health. But for me, namely, it is prayer and the word of God is literally how I cope. Now, I will say this. I obviously have a relationship with a primary care doctor as well as my therapist. And obviously I have been, um, I've been subscribed different types of medicine for anxiety um, and depression. And um, I'm not a fan of medicine. I've, I've, I don't even really like taking um, anything besides Tylenol or Advil. I don't like, like pain meds. I don't like anything that makes me feel like I'm not, my own self. I don't want to feel high or anything like that. I've never done drugs or anything like that. So I didn't want to necessarily rely on medicine, but there has been times where I've taken medicine, obviously, but this relationship with God through prayer has literally been medicine. It's literally, literally been therapeutic. And I think it's because of all that I've went through for so many years, it was so deeply suppressed. It was so deeply negated that the fact that I know I have an audience with him is so uh, relieving. And it's literally like the Bible says, like, you know, cash your cares on him for he cares for you. Like, it's literally a casting of the burden. And of course, I'm not 100% there, but... I am not where I was, right? And now I know how to help myself. I know how to follow my diet and exercise re um, regimen. I know how to call my therapist. I know how to rest when I need to. I know how to take mental health days, months, weeks, whatever I need to do for myself. And I know how to cover myself in prayer. And I know how to let God restore me. And that is most beneficial. You know, they that saying that they say it makes the it makes the medicine go down better. You know, a spoonful of honey makes the medicine go down better. I feel like that's what Jesus is to me. That's what my relationship to God is. Um, it's it's a means of making the medicine go down better. It's a means of me having the strength to come to terms with my past and my reality. It's a means of me being able to understand that I can recover and will recover all. It's a means of making it a little bit easier to live every day. Even though some days I wake up and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not the one today. I don't feel like it. I'm just, you know, leave me alone, whatever the case may be. I know that he's there. And that assurance it's like none I've ever experienced because I've experienced abandonment. I've experienced rejection. I was, I've experienced neglect. I know those um, feelings all too well, but security and assurance, love and support and an audience with someone who genuinely loves you and has your best interests for me has made all of the difference in the world. And that is how I cope with mental illness that is the way the reality of it is is uh the abuse was undeserved the trauma was not my fault the abandonment the, the neglect um, the rejection was as a result of the type of world that we live in however the mental health condition as a result of all of those things it is something that i have to learn how um to navigate and I've learned, or I, I, I am continually learning through 
the system that in which God gave me in that system is number one transparency it's number one realizing what your needs are right and being honest about what your needs are it's um redeveloping uh, healthy coping mechanisms you know deep breathing exercises um, stillness and meditation um you know relationship with my doctor and therapist um it is the reality of the truth of the word of god it is the reality that he knows me and sees me and that i belong to him that that not only does it ground me but it reunites me when the pain or the trauma will give me um occasion to slip away it reunites me it it grounds me and uh, it brings me back home so the, the saying is true with god all things are possible there's no promise that all things will be perfect but all things are possible balance is possible it's still possible to live and to thrive in the life that you deserve all right, guys, that's a wrap. Let me know what you thought about today's episode uh, or any of the episodes you listened to. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on all of my socials. I am Miss Eve everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, and you can watch this episode on YouTube, the Triumph Over Trauma YouTube channel. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Now remember, 2 Corinthians 2 and 14. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. Until next time, bye.